Welcome to Ronin Radio. This is Michael Skye here with Hans Komein. We're in the south of Brazil on what is likely to be our last broadcast from this beautiful paradise. So today we talk about suicide and we talk about an alternative way of ending your life and beginning a whole new life. Wherever we are, wherever we live, we live in a culture that only allows certain parts of us to come alive, certain parts of us to be expressed. What if there's whole new dimensions to you and expressions of you that you could give life to simply by transforming where you live? Because fundamentally, though your culture may tell you that if you're not happy and successful in that culture, you are the result of a billion years of successful evolution. There's nothing fundamentally wrong with you. If you're not happy and thriving in the culture that you live in, maybe there's something fucked about your culture or a whole lot of things. This is our last morning in, uh, well, not the last morning, but the last Facebook Live tomorrow. I'm flying out back to Europe tomorrow morning and Michael flies to Mexico the day after. That's right. So, hey, Joke, alles gut? Alles gut? sister is watching and wave at her yeah Michael urged me today to go live and uh, I don't know if I have much to say but um, yeah a friend of me a, a good friend of mine her her one of her friends just committed suicide beautiful girl young girl and yeah, it's heartbreaking, you know? and I don't know the girl very much, or I don't know her at all, but uh, yeah, I'm instantly thinking about my friend. And uh, Hans and I were talking about that this morning, and we were asking each other, like, have we ever entertained thoughts of suicide? And uh, I think you and I have both felt depressed at times and entertained those thoughts a couple times. But I think that we're both, we don't feel we would ever do it, you know? Yeah. Yeah, that's why I'm, I'm, uh, I'm probably so like hesitant to talk about it. Cause I, I went, maybe 2016 was the first time I, I, I like went into like a, a darker period and like, I understood people who were depressed and I could see where suicidal thoughts would come from if I went down that line long enough or down the rabbit hole deep enough. But still, I cannot, maybe I'm, I don't remember, but I, I don't think that I would ever like 
really consider it because at least I, I'm looking at a movie of my life and I want to see how it plays out. So I can't really relate to it, I think, or speak to it because I love life too much. I wanted to talk, you know, I wanted to talk about it because when I think about that, I think of a, a young friend of mine who, um, he and his family immigrated to the States back in the early 2000s uh, from the Middle East. And he was, uh, he was a teenager when I met him, he was 17, and he was very, very angry. And he was, you know, his life, the world around him, and uh, he felt like it was, it was all fucked up, you know? Like, like, there was no place for him, he didn't belong, and he didn't want to make the sacrifices that were being asked of him as a, you know, do what he needs to do to be a good son, good student, good American, good whatever. It just, there was no call in it to him, no call to life, call to honor, call to adventure. And uh, his... You know, he was having outwardly violent thoughts, and I think inwardly violent thoughts, like maybe suicide. But I know later on in, in his life, he was having a lot of suicidal thoughts. And um, then about 10 years passed from when I originally met him in 2007. And in, I don't know if it was 2017, 2018, but I met him in Thailand. And he had left the U.S. for good. He never wants to go back there. And, uh, you know, he left his family back there. And he felt so much freer to be himself, to be expressed, to, to where he had friends, where he had a, a culture that just made him come alive. Mm. And this speaks to something that you and I have been inviting a lot of men to lately is to consider that if you are not happy, successful, thriving, feeling alive in the culture that you're in, there are other options other than take your own life, get violent, start protesting, try to change the world, uh, try to you know mm -hmm. make a bunch of money and solve your problems by buying things or, or with money yeah or or drugs or addiction or whatever like all of those situations involve staying right there and trying to either change yourself or trying to change your environment and you know go go see a therapist uh take a pill uh, join a success seminar or something like this there are other options one of which is get the fuck out Go find where your people are in the world, mm. where they're waiting for you, where they make you feel welcome and alive. Or just try something new, whatever, you know. It's like, it's like a computer, you know, and, and you get stuck or frozen. And you try to solve it, you know, you try to, you try to like stay on your screen and, and, and start new things and close things, you know, try to make it work inside the system. Well, you could just reboot it. Yeah. You could just reboot, you pull the plug or whatever, you know? I think it's really hard to reboot 
surrounded by the same environment, the yes. same people, the same culture, the yes. same uh, news programs. But if you go somewhere else, they don't, you don't show up there in the same way that you show up in your old environment. It's like Lumisani, the guy we have on the, on the seduction show, the Zulu kid from South Africa. And he's just describing his situation. He's in a, I salute Lumisani. He's describing his, his environment and he doesn't like it, you know, and he's in, in, in Africa. It's, it's, violent place he doesn't love school doesn't like it at all he doesn't like he doesn't feel particularly successful with women and then he hears us talk about this and he says wait a minute where could i go <laughs> he says mate poland i've always loved poland i uh, i love i saw the world cup soccer and i really like the women from poland from the football team i'm gonna go to poland and he makes his way to poland uh, becomes a teacher there. Like two months later, he's in Poland. How old is this kid? 18, 19 now. 18 or 19. And he says, he says, you know, like, it's great to be in a different, and it's hard, he says, because I know nobody. But what he said was this, that really struck with me. He says, you know, nobody knows me here. I can be whoever I want to be. Yes. Like he has an, a blank canvas and he can redesign, reinvent himself. Yes. He can be whoever he wants to be there, you know? If he wants to be a James Bond, he can be James Bond. Trying to reinvent yourself surrounded by people who, quote unquote, know you, mm -hmm. right? It's very difficult. Yeah. It's very difficult. You know, I, I, uh, I kind of understood this, this principle. Because um, I, I, I reinvented myself at times, just completely changing location. And uh, when I would go out on the town in around like 93, so I'm early, I'm like 22 and 93, 94 in Austin, I would go out, I would be the first one on the dance floor and I would just completely be in my own world, be wild and, and fully into the music. The dance floor would fill up, I would go to the next place, the next place, the next place. But what happens over time is Boom, people see you as a leader and a wild man, whatever. People see you as the life of the party again, 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 again. Pretty soon you've completely embodied that. It's the way you see yourself. And who you were seeing yourself as, as the night began, is completely different. Mm -hmm. And imagine you, you stand there just drinking a beer on the sidelines, watching everyone else dance for the whole night. You have a different reflection of yourself. Mm -hmm. And uh, I remember, I remember uh, going on cruise ships. And I went on two cruises, but... The one cruise I went on uh, with a woman I've been in a relationship for about four years. And we went on uh, the cruise to celebrate our relationship because it was ending. So we were celebrating the, the time we spent together. She was celebrating very hard. <laughs> we were consciously uh, celebrating the, the, the time we had together. And we, we weren't enemies. We were just transitioning to being something else other than lovers and what we were before. And so... Uh, and I, I know how this works. Like I, I knew this principle. So immediately I get on the cruise ship, I go up to the top deck, there's mu music playing and I'm like, I'm going first. I'm going first so that the whole cruise ship knows me as the guy, as, as the starter of the party. And I go first, you know, and, I, and, and with Deborah, and, uh, and then at dinner that night, um, 
there's a guy, there's a waiter going around, and he's from, I don't know where he was from, Middle East or something, and when, when they would, uh, his thing was saying, Opa, you know? So I started doing it with him, going around to the tables and getting everyone in the spirit, Opa, and I know no one, you know? And like when, when they get together to, to sing the happy birthday songs, I would go with them and pretend like I was one of the waiters, you know? And, and then the rest of the entire cruise, like another six days or something like that, people see me in the hallway and they're like, Opa! You know, and they, they have this completely different idea of who I am. It's funny because I have a very similar story on cruise ships with, uh, with Christopher, my friend, and we would go <laughs> on the cruise ship. And we really experiment with re being pigs, like really go there. Like, I'm not even gonna say much, you know. But we would go on, we would go on on the dance floor also. And uh, this was a Abram, Abram Hicks, you know Abram Hicks. Christopher loves Abram Hicks, and I think it's great. And uh, part of the ship was that the rest of the ship is is just uh, older people also, you know. And and but there's a. Yeah, it was a strange atmosphere, very in, in a way festive. And we would go, we would go on on the dance floor also, the first door, and we would we would sandwich women. So we would go, you would go in the front, I would go in the that's, back. That's absolutely disgusting. We were sandwiching, you know, and this is how we showed up, you know, and then it would get a lot worse, really. And and after a couple of days, we would have women come up to us, you know, and say, hey. Where's my sandwich? <laughs> you know, they wanted a sandwich, you know. That's how we got the sandwich man, you know. That's how we got no. Okay, yeah, yes. Forty-year-old woman needs some affection. Well, when I moved from the East Coast, being a nobody in my high school, different religion, all that, to the West Coast, or to, or to sorry, to the out west, where everyone was the same religion. Uh, and all of a sudden, I'm the I'm the new kid from the East Coast, and like for that reason, I'm cool and different, yeah. and in, instantly I'm popular. It was insane, you know. And the way and how you come alive. So this kid that was living in the states, he was mm -hmm. suicidal, he was depressed, nothing was working out for him. Um, he just up and moves to Chiang Mai, Thailand. Visits Vietnam, visits the Philippines, these incredibly beautiful locations. The culture is completely different. Life is completely different. He's seen completely differently. Yes. And uh, it's a whole new chance at life. And, and in a way, he ended, he did end his former life. Yes. He ended his former self. He ended his former life. He's just still alive. <laughs> and, and he's reborn. Yes. In a way, he's reborn. And it's shocking how, like a Western man, or you know, how how welcome we are in many parts of the world. Like a lot more welcome. You know, you feel like I, if I go to to Japan, I feel so. People say, "Oh, there's a lot of people," and there's a lot. I feel so spacious there. You know, so I feel I have so much space because people are so respectful. You know? And uh, and you don't have to fight for anything. You know, and it's just. Oh, it's such a welcoming feeling. It's such like I feel very relaxed when I go there. You know, in the West, it's a lot more like there's a lot more pressure, I would say. And there, I feel so relaxed. It's just yeah, being with those people and, and the spaces there is just yeah, yeah. And you know, being uh, in certain parts of Brazil, you know, if I speak a little bit of English or even 
Portuguese with my American accent, um, instantly people like they want to talk to you. You know, they they they're interested. Oh, you're an American. I've never met an American before. I've been learning English for years, and I've never had a chance to actually speak with a native speaker. Mm. Just that, like you can imagine walking, being in some big city in America or or somewhere, and you're just another guy. No one's let's say, depending on your situation, you could be mm. just you get no one pays attention to you. Everyone's so busy, and this is a factor of the states. Oftentimes, we don't even really connect. We're in our day planner. We're in our future. We're we're, we're in our heads. We're self-consumed. We're on our our. We're doing our social media selfies and all this kind of stuff. And there's little like, hey, like I see you. Like who are you? And curiosity and real connection and just going to another place sometimes can be like, hey, you're different. Who are you? You know, sure, what's your story? You. What's you know? <laughs> And uh, it, that's just one of many factors that can transform mm. your experience of yourself and of, of life. Yeah. So thinking of, I'm think, just, yeah. thinking of those guys out there who are... Like, did that guy see that as an option? I don't know how he found... Oh, you know how I think he found it as an option? Is he had gotten into uh, fighting Muay Thai back uh. in Austin. Texas and I think he went to train Muay Thai for maybe a few weeks or a month or something in Thailand and I'm guessing right now because I don't remember what he told me his story was but at some point he just he's just like you know he just told everyone you know fuck this fuck this life yes. and I'm, I'm going out there oh I remember he had a big he had a serious illness also and his parents were really worried about him They also didn't want him to go for that. Like, don't travel because you got this illness. And uh, he's basically like, fuck it. I want to I wanna live. Yeah. Because I see, like, I cannot see myself living in Belgium again. And the reason I go, well, I do feel a connection with my youth there and, and my family is there. So that's why I go back. And maybe one day, you know. But when I was there, you know, I didn't see the option of travel, you know, until I, like, started doing it. And you feel something is off, or I felt something is off, but I couldn't put my finger on it, you know? And then you go travel and you see, whoa, I remember going to Montreal. Just the fact of traveling, you know, was already expanded my mind. And then, and then just being a different place, even that's the West too. And then you go to places where you're welcomed and you go, huh? You go to Bucharest the first time and I remember that feeling of like, wait a minute, the girls just like me here just because I'm, You know, Belgium, that's amazing. So yeah. if you're a guy, that's what I would like to say, I think. If you're a guy and you're on a scale of like, not enjoying where you're at, you feel like, fuck, something is off here. I don't know what it is. It's not, I'm not thriving 100%, you know, all the way to like being very unhappy, being violent, being suicidal, whatever that is, you know, all on that whole spectrum. If you feel any of that, I think you owe it to yourself This is a call to adventure. You owe it to yourself. This year, plan your escape to at least feel something different for a month in a different place in the world. You know, if you're stuck right now with, with lockdown, you know, you, you got time, plan it. Love plan it. Your, your escape when, whenever you can come out in a couple of months. You know, think of the place you want to go, the people you want to meet, where you feel you're welcome. Plan your escape so when lockdown is over, you can go. 
I already hear the objections. Oh, well, I don't have money. I just got this new job. I got my mortgage. I got, you know, a lot of, uh, a lot of Americans think that it takes, a lot of people think that it takes a lot of money to travel. And uh, some of the best travel that'll make you the most alive is, is practically free. Like you could go on a service mission somewhere. You could join and volunteer with some kind of volunteer group and go and show up and serve indigenous people somewhere. Local people live with them in the jungle, in a, in a place where people spend time together. They have time for each other. They eat, share meals together. It could be the most rejuvenating, enlivening experience. And, you know, there are a lot of things now, a lot of volunteer things, where they, which have turned into consumer things tourist things where you have to pay to go and join these volunteer things and then you get a, you get a, a cheaper version of volunteering because it's kind of consumerish but you could literally just start telling people in your local community that you desire to go and volunteer your time abroad in a community some, somewhere and live there for a while and that you're, you're just willing to go and serve and, and then Check out the invitations that come. It's so, yeah. Like, there's so many examples of people making it happen, you know? Lungisani went from South Africa to Poland. He's yeah. teaching English, you know? I, had, I'm I traveled practically for free in the past 12 years. Yeah. You do not need to make more money to travel. You need to make more time. Yes. If you have time, you make time. It's... It's, it's, it doesn't cost money at all. You know, and the process of making the time could be a big part of what makes you come alive again because what so much of, our, of what we spend money on yes. is to dull ourselves and numb ourselves from the disconnection and the, the, that we feel already. You yes. know, we, we feel numb and so we buy another thing that we have to make payments on. You know, we, we buy another thing that helps us distract ourselves or quote unquote entertain ourselves, uh, so we don't have to focus on our, our grief or our boredom or our lack of connection. You know, if we, if we started taking the money that we've been spending all that stuff and we sell a lot of this crap that we've bought to fill the hole in our soul, there's money to travel right there. Yeah. I'll, but I'll say it again. You don't need to make more money. You don't even need to sell. You need to make time. If you are unhappy in any way, from uh, to downright suicidal, I think you owe it to yourself. I'm, I'm giving advice. I think you owe it to yourself this year to make time to go and experience something completely different. Yes. You know. And not and not tourism. Travel. Real travel. Go and live in a place for a month. Get a one-way ticket. Yes. Don't plan it all out. Go with enough time to where you're open to invitations that you mm -hmm. get with locals. Go without a plan. So when you meet someone and they invite you to dinner, you're not like, oh, well, we have to be at the museum at five. Yes. Like Lungisani did and so many other, like Anthony is doing. I have so much to say about this because there's, there's real ways you can go about doing it. And then... You get a taste of how alive you feel and welcome you feel somewhere else, then you have a really have a choice of a whole new life possible to you. Well, if you have 
right ways to do it and you thought about it, maybe you could say, if anyone who's listening and is ready to make a jump, needs a little push and maybe some practical help, you can contact Michael. What if? He help you across the finish line. What if? I'm, I, I challenge people to jump, man. I, you know, like, I, I very much have the feeling if you're putting up with bullshit, fuck that shit. Get the fuck out of there. If it's a job, if it's a friendship, whatever, you don't need to think, oh, something's wrong with me. I need to fix myself. Or something's wrong with the other people around me. I need to fix them. There's a third option. You can go. You can just go. Live an adventure. Isn't that right, Clint? I see Clint watching. Maybe maybe Clint's out there driving his truck. Give us a give us a toot on the horn, Clint, if you're driving that semi. <laughs> but uh Yeah. Yeah. It's uh I think Clint has felt uh some of those moments through his life, you know. There's so many of us, I think especially in the West, that feel a deep disconnection that's only numbed by buying shit, distracting shit, taking drugs. Seeing who's gonna win the elections. And, and, and here's, I'll say it again, because suicide is not a normal human phenomenon. In a normal human environment, you feel alive by nature, by your mm. tribe, by your loving family, by everything fe feeds life. There's no reason to off yourself. You don't see animals taking their own life. Yeah. Like this is a very unnatural thing. And it's not your fault. It's not you that needs to change. Your environment is fucked. Don't listen to a culture that tells you you are wrong. Your body, your instinct, your everything. If it's if you if your life force is going down, don't believe the bullshit that it's you that that something's wrong with you that you need to change yourself. Mm. You're the you're the, you know, I grew up in a religion that said you're a child of God. And it's beautiful. It's a beautiful story to live inside of. But if you're not there, you can also think or, or remember, you're the result of a billion years of successful evolution. That means a, a female and a male coming together, successfully living long enough in a, in a sometimes hostile environment to give birth, successfully giving birth, then that partnering with another, giving birth, how many thousands of times you, the being that you are is the result of total success. There's nothing wrong with who you are fundamentally. If you're not alive, question the culture. Question the water that you're swimming in. Pack up and leave. So Hans and I are doing, Hans is leaving tomorrow, I'm leaving the day after. I was getting suicidal talking to this guy here. Yeah, living with this guy, man, I'm, I'm not leaving. I'm not tolerating I'm not another day of it. I'm out of here. <laughs>